the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. President Trump tweeting within the last few minutes that he has faith in North Korea, tweeting that, quote, North Korea has not conducted a missile test since November 28th of 2017 and has promised not to do so through our meetings. I believe they will honor that commitment, end quote. It was announced this week that the president will meet with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un soon. The Trump administration is proposing banning bump stocks, which allows guns to mimic fully automatic fire and were used in last year's Las Vegas massacre. The Justice Department's regulation announced today would classify the device as a machine gun prohibited under federal law. The ATF has previously approved the devices, saying they didn't meet that definition. As the Northeast digs itself out from the snow, the risk of severe thunderstorms has increased in parts of the Southeast with strong storms and hail possible this evening. For more details on these stories and much more, srnnews.com. It's time to spring forward. Here's a friendly reminder from AM 1280 The Patriot to set your clocks ahead one hour this Saturday night for daylight savings. It's also a good time to replace the batteries and test safety devices like smoke and carbon monoxide detectors. Increase your students' faith and chances of success while decreasing the cost of tuition. Explore our exclusive partnership with Judson University, a private Christian college, by going to our website, TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Just after 1 p.m. here at the Twin Cities Home for Intelligent Radio, that means it's time for the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network with Mitch Berg. A lot to talk about this week. Mitch is going to cover absolutely everything in the next two hours, so stay tuned. A great show on the way. Let's take a quick look at your Saturday weather. It's going to be gray out there, mid to upper 30s, a slight chance of a little snow tonight, and maybe a wintry mix for Sunday. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is next on The Patriot. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. My program, the headliner edition, which just passed last week, as Brad Carlson and I noted uh, on last week's broadcast, our 14th anniversary on the air, and we just keep on going. In fact, things just keep better, getting better and better on this show. I kid you not. We'll be telling you why. I mean, there's, we're into some fun stuff coming up. We're getting into a fun season on the show here. Uh, a couple events coming up here we want to make sure you guys are hip to here. Uh, one for all of you to come out to join us at. And one that will come to you. I'll explain that in a little bit here. 
it's I'll, I'll leave that nice and ambiguous here because uh, you can spend a segment or two going, what on earth is he talking about? I'm fine. I'm used to that. Anyway, hope you can uh, stay tuned today. It's going to be an interesting show. I originally was scheduled to have two guests on today. Uh, one of them uh, stiffed. Well, one of them uh, declined at the last mi- minute, I think it's fair to say. And the other one, I mistakenly booked a week early. So he'll be back next week. Uh, but we'll be touching on a couple. It's just as well because there's so much to talk about today. I, I, I'm not going to fit it into uh, it's just a single show here. In fact, I, I'm almost wishing I could do Brad's show tomorrow just to fit in part of the extra load of programming there is to discuss here. Because it was, it was a big week. It was a huge week here in uh, in. in politics here in Minnesota. And I'm never going to get to it all. I'm just going to have to get uh, get onto it here right uh, right now. Actually, one one story that happened not in Minnesota that I'm going to talk about anyway, just very briefly because it leads us to a couple of stories that were very current here in Minnesota. Uh the, the AR15 is big in the news. The uh, the Minnesota State Legislature, at least the DFL minority in the legislature is at work trying to ban uh, the AR-15. Now, not not even all conservatives, not even all shooters uh, support or understand uh, the idea of ugly black army guns. And I get that. Uh, it's, if, if you're someone whose entire perspective on shooting is hunting, I run into more than a few of those people who say, well, I don't need any weird looking army gun to hunt with. Uh, I get that. But I'm in my gentle way. I'm going to try and persuade you that it does in fact matter because in the in, to to paraphrase Reverend Martin Niemöller, uh, when they came for the assault weapons, I didn't own an assault weapon, so I stayed quiet. And then they came for the handguns, and well, you don't hunt geese with a handgun, do you? There, no, no, you betcha. So I didn't say anything then. There, and then they came for the hunting rifles, and there was no one left to defend me. Yeah. You betcha. That's uh, what? Conciliary, by the way, is sitting in his producer here today, and uh, you might have a hard time hearing him. He had a, a bit of a difficult workout this morning. He's having a hard time living his, lifting his arms above waist level, so <laughs> the phone may be a little distant um, here today. Just be advised. I'll do my best, Mitch. Yeah, that's fine. The voice is still there, and, and, and you know, a little little bit of work, your arms will recover. And uh, for, When you're a producer in radio, frequently lifting the phone to your head is the biggest arm workout you get. Uh, so it's good. Good move. Good move, conciliary. Anyway, in for uh, Terminator N, who's uh, working the state hockey tournament today, uh, producing our broadcasts over on AM 1570, the high school hockey station. 1440. 1440. Business, 1440. Business 1440, the high school hockey station. Uh, that's going on right now. Anyway, a story that came out from Otsego, Illinois this past week, uh, just to as something to mention when some of your hunting rifles uh, specific friends go, I don't know why anybody would need one of them there. Uh, man in Otsego, Illinois, broke up a stabbing with his AR-15. Uh, Dave Thomas was getting ready for work Monday afternoon when he heard a woman screaming in his apartment building in Oswego. That's Oswego, Illinois. My bad. Uh, Thomas uh, peeked out the door, saw blood in the hallway. He went to his bedroom where a handgun and an AR-15 uh, were lying on the bed. He picked up the rifle. I teach people how to defend themselves, and uh, it was just a reaction to grab the uh, AR, he said. Police said Thomas confronted a man who was stabbing another man in an apartment complex in the 100 block of Harbor Drive in Oswego, Illinois. The man with the knife ran off when Thomas threatened to shoot him. Boy, I'll bet he did. 
He was half a breath away from getting his head blown off, and he knew that, said Thomas. That's why he put the knife down. Oh, yes, it was. No argument there. Not one bit. Uh, Kendall County Sheriff's deputies arrived around 5 p.m., arrested the, uh, two people, the man suspected of the stabbing and a woman with him. The neighbor was treated and released from Rush Copley Medical Center in Aurora, Illinois, according to the sheriff's office. Just keep that in mind when someone tells you the AR-15 is no good for self-defense. It's one of many stories you will find of people using the AR-15 for self-defense. Uh, but this still baffles a lot of people. I, I got an email this last week, as I do frequently. I mean, you get on some of these media mailing lists, and it's hard to get off. Not that I necessarily want to, but but it is. Um. And I got an email from Minnesota Public Radio this last week from an organization they have called the Public Insight Network, which basically uh, trolls their email lists looking for sources on different subjects on which they their reporters have little uh, or insufficient expert, expertise. And the email from a fellow named Kyle Sheely, who I believe is a behind-the-scenes producer at Minnesota Public Radio, asked, <clears throat> Do you own an AR-15 or similar style semi-automatic rifle? Following the mass shooting in Parkland, Florida, there's been a renewed push to limit or ban access to AR-15 and similar style automatic rifles. Uh, semi-automatic rifles. Many Minnesotans, with an apostrophe, <clears throat> own these guns for a variety of reasons. If you own one of these guns, NPR News would like to hear your reasons and your thoughts on the current gun debate. And I thought to myself, and I, I know I was not the only one who thought to himself, hmm, NPR News, which depends on a strong DFL minority at the very least to protect a significant part of its funding. I mean, they will argue with that with you uh, about that with you uh, when you bring it up to say, well, only two percent of our funding comes from the state. But if you talk about taking that two percent away, they act like you're trying to kill their puppy. Anyway, I, I heard I read this email and the first thing that jumped to mind was a, a quote from the great conservative humorist and writer P.J. O'Rourke. In his book, Give War a Chance, he talked about a visit to Nicaragua. And, and uh, perhaps you recall, back in the late 1990s, uh, actually, late 1980s, early 1990s, the communist government under Daniel Ortega uh, lost an election. And to borrow a piece of parlance from the Obama administration, that loss was, quote, unexpected, end quote, because public opinion polling in Nicaragua I've been talking about Minnesota Public Radio, so I have to pronounce all Central American names as if I am Ricardo Montalban. Uh, the, the polling from Nicaragua had shown that, that Daniel Ortega was heading for a landslide or lendoslido victory in Eleccion. And it reminded me, and P.G. O'Rourke went down to Nicaragua for the election and was around for the immediate aftermath when the international observers, all of them uh, entitled urban liberal privileged leftists, were skulking around wondering, how could this have happened? Sort of like Hillary Clinton supporters on, on November 9th, 2016. How could this have happened? The polls all said we were inevitable. Uh, this happened almost 20, uh, 30 years ago in Nicaragua. And P.G. O'Rourke, Speaking in the voice of one of these international left-of-center media observers, pointed out, quote, in their voice, quote, pointed out, quote, I accepted the results of an opinion poll taken in a country where it was illegal to hold certain opinions. You can imagine the poll-taking process, quote, 
Hello, Mr. Peasant. I'm an inquisitive and frightening stranger. God knows who I work for. Would you care to ostensibly support the dictatorship who controls every facet of your existence? Or shall we put you down in favor of the UNO opposition and I just tear up your ration card right here and right now? (laughs) I mean, you take a poll of people whose rights have been taken away, or in this case, are being imminently threatened with being taken away. And you're not going to get a straight answer. You're just not. And I, so I read this email from, from Minnesota Public Radio's Kyle Sheely asking Minnesotans to, to pass on the word if they owned an AR-15. And the questions they asked were uh, along the lines of, uh, let's see if we can get this thing to pop up. But, oh, questions like, what's your name? What city do you live in? What's your email address? Okay, that's easy enough. Do you own an AR-15? Is it secured? What kind of training did you have? Were you in the military? Why did you buy this firearm if you own one? The kind of things that, that if someone is remotely connected to a hostile liberal movement, and let's be honest, most everyone at Minnesota Public Radio votes left of center, whether they're uh, out to... to take your guns away or not, uh, they vote for the party that that does want, in fact, to do that. And these questions were, I'll I'll break with a couple of my friends uh, on the right who who thought that basically this was was a a Trojan horse looking to gather information about gun owners for the Democrats for some day when they take power and ram through some form of gun control legislation. I, I... I know enough people from NPR News to know that most of them who aren't Carrie Miller have some journalistic ethics and integrity and are actually looking for a story. I just thought it was incredibly naive of Minnesota Public Radio News. And, and I, so naive that I think it was that I, I wrote to ask them. You, Kyle Sheely and, and his boss, Mike Mulcahy, a person with whom I go way back, although I'm not necessarily friendly per se, And I asked, A, are you getting any results from this? Because I'm going to suspect that in the wake of Linda Slocum's bill and in the wake of the the lynch mob mentality that has swept Minnesota urban progressivism for the last month, you're probably not getting a lot of responses. And question B, did you really think you were? Do you really think that Minnesota gun owners trust you with this sort of information? And before you answer, Kyle Sheely and and Kyle's boss, Mike Mulcahy, remember, we know, we know because I found this out myself eight years ago, Minnesota Public Radio takes money from the Joyce Foundation, which before Michael Bloomberg got into the gun-grabbing business, was the biggest single funder of anti-gun groups. And while I do believe as a general rule that Minnesota Public Radio operates from a position of what we used to call journalistic integrity, I do think that this is one of those entanglements that journalists with a lick of sense used to avoid because it tended to indicate to people that your loyalties and your objectivity was compromised. And we kind of think you might be. Just saying. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back.
The world of business and finance is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the information? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, writing emails, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. But it has to be out there somewhere. Well, it is. Business 1440 is your on-air guide through the fast-paced business landscape. What you want to know, when you want to know it. Up-to-the-minute business and financial news on Business 1440. Stream online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Are you looking to change your cleaning service? Hi, this is Jessica Carter, and I'm the owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning offices, car dealerships, and small businesses. One of the main things that makes us different is the fact that we are small, family-owned, and that enables us to offer affordable pricing. The first thing that I will do is meet with you, do a walkthrough of your facility, go over in detail what exactly you'd like done, and I ensure that it gets done at every cleaning. We use a detailed checklist, and we pay close attention to detail, and you're going to see that after each cleaning. So here's a no-risk offer for you. Try us free for one week. We'll clean your business, and then we'll ask you if you can tell the difference between what we do and your current cleaning company. No obligation, risk-free. We're CTC professionals, and we would love to clean your business. So call me today at 651-404-0132. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today. Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management. The following statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Do you want your thin hair to feel and look thicker? With Viviscal, the number one drug-free healthy hair supplement in the U.S., two little tablets is all it takes, guaranteed. Viviscal is clinically researched to promote existing hair growth for men and women. And right now, a 90-day supply of Viviscal is offered in your area, risk-free plus free shipping. Viviscal nourishes thinning hair from within, and we guarantee you'll love your hair growth results. Viviscal is so effective, it's recommended by doctors. Here's what dermatologist Dr. John Laura has to say about Viviscal. I feel confident recommending Viviscal. It's backed by 25 years of research and multiple clinical studies that demonstrate Viviscal's effectiveness in promoting the growth of thicker, fuller hair. It's so easy to try Viviscal. Call right now for a 90-day risk-free supply plus free shipping. Call 800-335-6708. That's 800. 800-335-6708. 800-335-6708. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. Join us, won't you please? You may detect a bit of a theme in the music this first hour. It's that Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes and or Songs that the band covered last Monday in their gig at the Dakota. Why, yes, it was a fantastic gig. And now I hit the post. What you expected. It's 
kind of funny. This is a band that never sold a single ticket or hardly any albums west of Chicago back in their heyday, the 1970s, although they did have their one single one top 40 hit. In 1991, when I was at the local Top 40 station, by the way, uh, took a little help from Bruce Springsteen, Steve Van Zandt, and John Bon Jovi to make it happen. But he did, which paid off a lot of debts from the the, uh, 70s. But this is by far, for some reason, there's this colony of people from New Jersey living in the Twin Cities that come out and completely flood the Dakota, standing room only, every time Southside Johnny comes to town. The band, of course, Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes. They're from Asbury Park, New Jersey. They're friends of Bruce Springsteen from back in the day, and they do a great, 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 great show. Hence, I am going to be playing nothing but Southside Johnny music or music that the Asbury Jukes covered uh, during the last uh, during the show this past Monday night. Uh, Monday and Tuesday, actually. Some friends of the broadcast uh, went, to, uh, went to the second night. Next time they come to town, it's by the way, it seems to be an annual thing every March these days. I will be buying tickets to both nights. So if you're a fellow Jukes fan or can find yourself to convince to try them out and perhaps become one next year, what the heck? Maybe we'll do a Narn table at the Dakota next year. We'll see what happens. <laughs> that could be fun. We'll have to get up and buy tickets bright and early for that. But anyway, that's that's our theme here. Uh, by the way, that we have some real genuine Narn events uh, and AM twelve eighty the Patriot events coming up uh, this week. We'll uh, or to tell you about this week. We'll get to that in just a moment here. But uh, we were talking about uh, a couple. Uh, the Minnesota Public Radio's very, I thought, naive at least uh, approach to gun owners to say, "Hey, tell us about your AR fifteens. Where do you keep them secure? Why did you buy them? How many do you own? That kind of thing." Uh, this past week, oh, and and I will give Minnesota Public Radio the benefit of a doubt that they were actually looking for a news story as opposed to trolling for people's information. That being said, Minnesota Public Radio is not above selling information to other people. They got busted back in uh, 2002 selling information to uh, the Paul Wellstone campaign. I think it was donor information uh, still. Uh, I don't know if they would do that again. Frankly, I'm not going to chance it because I'm not answering the poll. I'm here to tell you. But one person in the mainstream media who doesn't know anyone who better his integrity you should not trust is Lori Sturdivant from the Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis Star Tribune. Uh, it's kind of funny. I've been writing my blog for 16 years now, and we've been through a lot of punching bags in that time. I mean, Nick Coleman... Uh, the Minnesota Monitor, Mercury Rising, Ken Wiener, Eric Pusey. Oh, well, I'm still here, and they're all gone. So I win. But Lori Sturdivant, well, she just keeps doing the voodoo she do. Uh, just keeps on ticking. And, and and I don't know that ticking is the right word. I mean, she her main shtick these days, whenever the topic turns to politics, and with her it always does, because she fancied herself a bit of a political reporter back in the day, uh, her, her shtick is to uh, scold Minnesota Republicans for not acting like the, quote, Republicans, end quote, did uh, back in the 60s and 70s, when supposedly uh, Minnesota Republicans and Democrats linked arms and, and, and walked into a glorious future together, Following the DFL's lead, of course. I mean, that was. Um, I mean, that's that's Laurie Sturdivant, the mythology that she keeps uh, portraying to people, is the idea that back in the sixties and seventies, 
Republicans and Democrats all got together, linked arms, and dosy doed into uh, a glorious tomorrow. Uh, which, and, and by the way, entirely by cooperating with things the Democrats wanted. It was bipartisan, the sort of bipartisanship where uh, one party tells the other party what to do and the other party shuts up and listens. Uh, and of course, this happened at a time when America and Minnesota had no real competition in the world. It was a time when the entire world was the U.S.'s market and Minnesota's market, really. I mean, for Minnesota companies, the whole world was the market. Whether it was whether it was 3M or, or or Medtronic or any of the big Ecolab, any of the big Minnesota companies, the whole world was the market because there was no other functional economy in the world after World War II. The British were still rationing food into the 1950s, and they won <laughs> officially. Uh, they lost their empire and their cities were bombed flat, and they spent everything they had in the world on fighting for their survival, but they won. As opposed to the Germans and Japans, who uh, Japanese who were bombed flat, had nothing. They were coming back from the Stone Age, effectively, in 1945. And it took them until the mid-1960s to come back to first world levels. And that's not even talking about countries like China and India and South Korea, Taiwan, Singapore. All of our competition in the world today, uh, most of those countries were third world countries 30 and 40 years ago. At one point, North Korea had a better economy than South Korea, believe it or not. And and countries like India uh, were being written off as, as inevitable victims of catastrophic famine 40 years ago, 50 years ago at any rate. And yet they're all competitors to ours today, of ours now, today. So the world that Laurie Sturdivant... Uh, pines for is a world that doesn't exist and can't exist unless we want want to bomb the rest of the world flat, of course. Now, she wrote a piece this last week uh, saying it's about time that Republicans and Democrats cooperate with Democrats on gun control. And and she cited a Republican in saying that the push to do to wreak this sort of havoc on, on Minnesota's civil rights is bipartisan. She pointed out a Republican who who supports this sort of thing uh, is Dario Anselmo, a uh, GOP rep from Edina. We've interviewed him on the show a number of times. He's a good guy. Uh, he's a Republican that befits perhaps a, a district that's turning blue and is clogged with wretched refuse from Minneapolis's accelerating failure. Uh, but who keep bringing their moronic DFL politics with him to places like Edina and Roseville and in Egan, for that matter. Anyway, Anselmo is purple. And I get that. I mean, if you look at the the Buckley doctrine and you say vote for the most conservative candidate who can win, it's entirely possible that Dario Anselmo is the most conservative candidate who could win a race in Edina. I don't know. If you're from Edina and you're a a fire-breathing conservative and you think you've got a path to victory for someone to the right of Dario Anselmo, give us a call. Now, he's... It's safe to say he's he's very lukewarm at best. I'd call him Luke Cool on Second Amendment issues. He's good on other issues. He's I disagree with him on Second Amendment issues. Lori Sturdivant in his in her article points out that Anselmo is the son of Barbara Lund, who was a Duluth heiress who was murdered by her estranged husband back in the early nineties. It was a huge case in Minnesota. Um, and, and his aunt is a woman named Joan Peterson, who is, I'll just say, in my own opinion, an erratic and logically impervious woman who has been one of the Minnesota gun grabber movement's leaders for a couple decades now. 
And when I say erratic and logically impervious, I mean, there's really no arguing with the woman. Anyway, in Selmo, uh, Dario Anselmo uh, is a moderate Republican, which means the example of the kind of person Sturdivant wants the entire GOP to follow. Now, I like him. I've appeared with him at events. I hope he gets reelected. Uh, he may actually be the, the most conservative Republican who could possibly be elected in that part of Edina. But I come not to Barry Dario Anselmo, who, by the way, I invited to appear on the show. Actually, he sort of kind of invited, suggested that I invite him and then never heard back. So the, the invite stands, by the way, Mr. Anselmo. Representative Anselmo, if you're listening, uh, the I'll clear I'll time for you, for you to talk about this issue anytime you want in the next couple of weeks here. But I come here not to bury Dario Anselmo. I come here to bury Lori Sturdivant, who has never once let facts get in the way of her narrative uh, that the DFL is the same moderate party she grew up shilling for and the GOP should strive to be the same. I, I quote Lori Sturdivant now. Anselmo says he likely would not be backing the universal background checks, but for his family's experience. He also sees gun violence from the perspective of a downtown Minneapolis property owner. And that all sounds good, sort of, until you remember that neither of the bills that Dario Anselmo talked about breaking with the GOP to support would have prevented Barbara Lund's murder. The gun violence protective order bill would have done nothing because there were no domestic violence charges against Russell Lund. And I, and I took the time to look it up in the Pioneer Press. An article from 1990, I think, too, said Kim Lund would not say whether her father had ever flashed a violent temper or physically abused Barbara Lund. She said the slaying stunned the family. Quote, the problem is we don't know what happened, she said. Quote, we have to wait for the criminal justice system to do its role. There was no record of domestic violence. So there would be no reason to place a gun violence protective order. The murder came out of the blue. And it's tragic. And it's horrible. And it's life-changing. And I get the reluctance, the urge to do something about it. But this bill would do nothing about it. And this is not the worst thing about Lori Sturdivant's idiotic article. But I repeat myself. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280 The Patriot. Go nowhere. I'll be right back. I'm Mr. Pat David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've been in the ministry for over 30 years now, and because the Lord has continued to bless my business endeavors, I've never had to take a salary from the church, which has been a huge blessing in my life and a great way for me to give back to the Lord's work. I'd like to share with you my thoughts on the importance of the family business. You know, these days, people send their children to college to learn a trade that no one in the family has done before. They move away, they work for someone who doesn't love them, and then they trade their infinitely valuable time for a little bit of someone else's money. The old plan was to get a job but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man hours per day. It's called financial leverage. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. 
Tradeway offers you the vehicle to start such a family business by teaching you how to trade in the stock market. Perhaps you're intimidated or confused by the world of investing, but Tradeway is here to help you break down that confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We're not your typical big Wall Street investment advisory firm. We keep it fun, simple, and personal from day one. We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market, coupled with sound investment advice, and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking small steps. Join us and bring your family. Coming to the Sheraton St. Paul Woodbury, April 13th and 14th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723 or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, pro ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. ProLife Across America is educational, non-political, and tax deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. ProLife Across America, the people. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. Hey, got a reminder for you. Overtime with Hewitt and Gallagher coming up. Save the dates. April 29th at the Marriott Southwest of Minnetonka. Tickets available Monday at am128thepatriot.com. By the way, special events that you're going to have to just learn to deal with here. Oh, yeah. This is big. We're going to be having a Narn table. It's an official Narn table this time. Brad Carlson, King Banyan, and I. And seven of you. We're going to have a special table all to ourselves. And this is going to be where the real cool kids sit. Yeah, I know. Hewitt and Gallagher, they're, they, they can be fun tables too. All right? But the Narn table... That's going to be the fun part. And I hope you make it there. It's uh, Sunday the 29th of April at the Marriott Southwest in Minnetonka. Uh, Hewitt and Gallagher will be there. It can be emceed by Ed Morrissey. <laughs> He'll be emceeing, but there's no Ed table. <laughs> we win. We win. No, I'm sorry. Ed's a great friend of mine. It's just kind of. Uh, all right. Stay tuned for more details. Uh, tickets are uh, not available until at least mid-next week, I'm informed. So it'll be next week sometime before tickets are available. Uh, so uh, save the date. The 29th is the date to save. That's uh, that's the word. Oh, there's more. There's more official stuff coming up here from AM 1280, The Patriot. Oh, yeah. Some news about the station itself coming up here in just a little bit. 
that uh, will make this whole uh, station a whole lot easier for a lot of you to listen to. Check that out. Okay, so uh, let's see. Uh, we were talking about uh, Dario Anselmo, Representative Dario Anselmo, who, who came out in support uh, to Lori Sturdivant, at the very least, of two of Dave Pinto's gun grab bills. Uh, two bills that were went down to defeat uh, last week. We talked about this on the show last week. Uh, the huge turnout of the good guys uh, helped steal the GOP's spines on Capitol Hill and get them to, to shut down a couple of these bills that got brought to committee hearings through procedural legere de main. But he brought two bills, that uh, one of which was a domestic violence uh, protective order, which is not a bad idea in and of itself, provided that it's copy, coupled with due process. Now, the DFL, Democrats hate due process for gun owners of any kind or for people who basically they like to virtue signal with restraining orders. So essentially, all anybody, and really, let's be honest, all one, any woman will have to do is say, Your Honor, he hit me, and, and the cops could come in and take your guns away, period. And a sentence, all she wrote, you got to hire a lawyer to get them back, maybe if you're lucky, someday. Otherwise, they become police department property or scrap metal. Uh, and, and there's something to taking away the guns of people who are legitimate threats of domestic violence, provided there's due process. The NRA supports domestic violence restraining orders and uh, temporarily at least taking guns away from people who are subjected to them with due process. Which is not what Dave Pinto is proposing, never has been, never will be. He's not doing this to save any women's lives or spouses' lives. He's doing it to exert petty, passive-aggressive control over gun owners, the law-abiding ones, you and I. Now, the other one is even dumber. And, and, and Lori Sturdivant says, well, it's Dario Anselmo supports this because he's a downtown businessman and he sees the violence downtown. And, of course, it's, it's the universal background check, so-called universal background check. Now, again, it's, uh, it basically says that to sell a gun privately, not at a gun store, a store, but gun shop or at a gun show where you have to take a background check anyway these days, but uh, to sell, a, if I wanted to sell a firearm to the conciliaire, we would have to go to a federally fire, uh, licensed firearms dealer, uh, to, I don't know, to a, to a Cabela's or something, and pay them the 25 bucks to run the, <laughs> to call the NICS database and find out whether uh, the conciliaire is, uh, is, is clean or not. And since there are, <laughs> by the way, there might be problems there since there are many conciliaries uh, on the list. Uh, of people who are barred, because, of course, that's a common mafia uh, title. But not, no, no, the conciliary is not a mob connection. We've explained his nickname before. It goes back a few years. But anyway, with all that aside, it would add 25 or $50 to the price of the transfer. Now, if I ever sold a gun to someone who was a stranger, I would get the background check and add the 25 bucks on because it's it's a felony to sell a gun to a criminal, <laughs> even if you don't know you're doing it. Uh, uh I mean, you don't have to prove intent to get you thrown in jail or get slapped with a big fine and a lot of probation. So I would do that. But for purposes of cleaning up crime in the North Loop of Minneapolis, where Dario Anselmo's bar, The Fine Line, resides, but by the way, it's an excellent, excellent music venue, by the way. Uh, all due respect to Dario Anselmo for running a great music bar. Criminals that aren't taking background checks now 
like the ones that are causing all of the mischief in the North Loop of Minneapolis, aren't going to start taking them when they become mandatory. Because they already can't own a gun. Most of them have criminal records that would disqualify them from buying a firearm at a store. Which is why they're not buying them at stores or gun shows. They're either buying them from people who've stolen them. And, by the way, not getting a background check on it. Or they're buying them from their friends, their girlfriends, their boyfriends, perhaps, their their parents, their grandmothers, people in their lives with clean criminal records, friends, perhaps, with clean criminal records, who buy the guns using their clean criminal records and then sell them to someone without one, which, by the way, is a federal felony. So if we go and make a Background check on a private gun sale mandatory? That's going to prompt criminals to do this? You know this and I know this. And I would have to think Representative Anselmo is smart enough to know this. I know that Laurie Sturdivant is not smart enough to know this. But that's no excuse for parroting lies to the people. And the whole column is basically proof that the only thing Laurie Sturdivant knows about the issue she was told over drinks at Murray's by her friends in the gun grab movement and seeks only to serve their ends. Quoting Laurie Sturdivant, the gun issue too seems to be swelling into something bigger than the perennial partisan wedge it has been for decades. You run with that, Laurie. Gun violence is so pervasive, especially when one counts suicides as well as homicides. Well, no, no, you moron. Suicides are not the same as homicides. That many Minnesotans now see it in personal terms. Oh, you're darn skippy, I do. Look, you idiot with a byline. Gun violence is down 50% in 20 years. And by the way, in that same time, in those same 20 years, gun violence in schools is down 75%. Society and schools in particular are much safer than they were 20 years ago. What's more, Laurie Sturdivant says, a new generation is rising, and even in rural places, claiming a campaign to stem gun violence as its own. Well, that's the word that our in-the-bag, left-leaning progressive media is trying to get out, and Laurie Sturdivant is that in-the-bag lefty. But those that, that that narrative goes counter to the fact that the new generation, according to a number of studies that I've been writing about on my blog for the past two weeks, is more pro-Second Amendment than their elders, than Generation X, than Generation Y, than the baby boomers. And that's telling you something. As, as, as far to the left as millennials are on so many issues... They're pretty darn libertarian on the Second Amendment, which is exactly, precisely why you're seeing uh, the, the, quote, youth protests that you're seeing these days, including the one that happened this past week uh, in St. Paul, where students uh, from a variety of St. Paul schools just happened to meet at Central High School at the same time, on the same morning, to march to the Capitol to demand that the, that the government with withdraw the our second amendment rights from us with it just happened 
a bunch of community organizers from the school and from gun grab groups directing traffic and telling the students exactly where to go. And with Dave Pinto, this year's uh, poster child for criminal protection and for fascist protection, standing in the crowd cheering them on. Oh, by the way, the official word is the, quote, protest, end quote, was, quote, spontaneous, end quote. It was about as spontaneous as a Nuremberg rally. (laughs) And it has just about the same end result in mind. Oh, by the way, Laurie Sturdivant tripped into one of my favorite topics here, one of the ones I've vowed to extinguish from the language. Quote, they're recasting the argument as personal and moral terms, asking whether someone's else right to own a semi-automatic weapon should outweigh their right to go to school without being shot and killed. They're asserting a right to safety. That's my head banging on the table. <laughs> Lori Sturdivant, you dizzy old crone. There is no such thing as a right to safety. There's no more than there is a right not to get hit by lightning or, or not right not to have a fire break out in your kitchen or a, a right not to get T-boned by a drunk driver or a, a right not to get robbed. I mean, there's no right to T-bone people or rob people or, or, and it's absurd claiming that fire or lightning or anything has rights, but there's no right to be free of nature's vicissitudes, human or natural. There's no right to not have bad things happen to you against your will. There's no right to commit them, but there's no right to be free of them. There's only a responsibility to protect your family, your property, your community, yourself, and your freedom from nature. Whether that nature is natural or human doesn't make any difference. And includes a responsibility to protect students that society has ordered to be gathered in your care. Or else. It's a moral requirement. Everywhere else in the world, but in, in, in American schools. Oh, we got more to talk about. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Let it rain, let it rain. I need rain to disguise the tears in my eyes. Oh, let it rain. AM 1280, The Patriot. Grab a cup of coffee and help Gallagher's Army at Lucky Station. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. You know Gallagher's Army provides financial assistance to the families of fallen officers when they need it most, as soon as a tragedy occurs. When you buy a cup of coffee at any Lucky's Station convenience store, they're going to make a donation to Gallagher's Army, the Fallen Officer Fund. There's a Lucky's Station store in every corner of the metro. Find them online at luckysstations.com. That's luckys with an S, stations with an S, dot com. Cups for cups from Lucky's Stations. Webster's Dictionary defines a meeting as a gathering of people for a particular purpose, such as to talk about business. No matter how big or small your meeting is, WNAV Audiovisual can help. Because at WNAV Audiovisual, your meeting is our business. Hi, I'm Mark Stoman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. Today, over 26 million meetings will take place in the United States. In today's fast-paced world, meetings are essential to keep people connected. In today's fast-paced world, you have to get business done now. Whether your meeting is in a conference room, auditorium, ballroom, or sanctuary, WNAV can provide you with audiovisual equipment and expertise quickly, smoothly, and efficiently. And we've been serving Minnesota since 1983. 
Learn more about what WNAV's technicians can do for you online at wnav-video.com. That's wnav-video.com. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. The overriding message from this year's Academy Awards, we've learned our lesson. Responding to the hashtag MeToo movement and reports of erotic exploitation and sexism, presenters and Oscar winners frequently alluded to the scandal and made sanctimonious pledges to crack down on wrongdoers. After complaints in recent years about scant Oscar attention to people of color, numerous black and Hispanic celebrities appeared on stage and Latinos won some of the most important Oscars, including Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Foreign Language Film. And after last year's epic snafu with Warren Beatty announcing the wrong Best Picture winner this year, he received the right envelope. Despite such improvements, a long predictable ceremony with no blockbusters and serious contention yielded the worst TV rating in Academy history. Have key lessons really been learned? Time will tell. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. Hey, good day. Welcome to our show. Hey, good day to you too, Hoser. Hey, what is the best thing about winter in Minnesota? <laughs> I know, my Arctic spy. It's the best way to celebrate winter when it comes to the darn cold, eh? Yeah, and super energy efficient too. Yeah, you can get yours at Premier Pool and Chanassen today online at premierpools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take the fun seriously, even here in the cold, frozen tundra of Minnesota. Premierpools.com, eh? Yeah, take off, eh? Take off, eh? Baby, baby, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, number to call. Should you care to join me, and I hope you do. I'm also monitoring the conversation at Narn Show on Twitter, should you care to join us, and on Facebook at Northern Alliance Radio Network. Either way, all we ask is that you join in, and... Right? They did this one too. And we are only half the radio station that we're going to be sometime very soon. What's he talking about? Well, I'll tell you. We have been AM 1280 The Patriot for 15, 16, 17 years now, but. That's all going to change. They say the AM band is a broke-down piece of broadcasting. Although we're doing pretty well, thank you very much. But we're going to be uh, double the radio station we are coming up. Uh, Conciliar, can we say when this is? I believe it's coming up in the next week or so. I believe it's coming up on Monday. Well, coming up on Monday, really? Yes, I believe the 12th, Monday. AM 1280, the Patriot, is going to be uh, adding a new frequency on the dial, and it's going to be the FM Frequency, and that's going to be fun for me because I have not been on an FM station in uh, since 1992 myself. 26 years now, actually a little over 26 years since I last uh, gave an FM ID uh, on the air. But we will be uh, going on the air on FM 107.5 this coming Monday, and this is big because if you uh, listen to this station anywhere in our broadcast area west of the Mississippi River. Uh, let's just say the Maple Grove, Anoka, uh, I'm saying the Brooklyn's, Fridley, uh, any of the western suburbs. Uh, you get up towards the northwestern suburbs and that AM 1280 signal gets a little raggedy, a little AM-y. 
Boom! Crystal clear FM reception all the way around the West Metro on FM 107.5. This is huge. If you're listening west of the, in the West Metro, this is going to be big. And who knows? I mean, I, FM FM radio is weird. It 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 pops up and goes away in the darndest places. I'm I'm planning on driving around uh, Monday and checking out because it's uh, the, you, the signal is going to is going to be if you if you're not in a place west of the river where AM 1280 comes in really really clearly. Well, that's going to change. AM 1280, The Patriot, going to be also broadcast on 107.5, coming up very shortly, Monday here. So, west of the river, this is going to be for you. Anyway, I talked to before the break about the uh, the mass of, of high school students who just happened to assemble in the right place at the right time to march on the Capitol and demand that the Minnesota State Legislature gut the Second Amendment. Uh and just to, and this is portrayed in the media as a spontaneous demonstration breaking out all over the country, organized by students all over the country. And so spontaneous wasn't that the principal of the J.J. Hill Montessori School in St. Paul had time to send out a long email to parents explaining what it all means. This past Tuesday, the woman who is the uh, principal of J.J. Hill uh, said, I wrote an email to their school's parents saying many conversations are happening about gun violence in schools, particularly after school shootings in Parkland, Florida, a few weeks ago. In response, protests and school walkouts are taking place around the country. As St. Paul Public Schools is aware of four protests, two of which are happening this month and are detailed below. Please read the following information carefully. The walkouts vary greatly and will affect students and schools differently. The Minnesota High School walkout uh, is scheduled for the morning of March 7th, this past uh, Wednesday. This <coughs> student-driven and student-organized march will gather on Marshall Avenue in front of the Central High School at 11 a.m. Huh. Students organized uh, closing off a street. Yep. Uh, the students will then march to the Minnesota Capitol building, arriving by noon, as J.J. Hills and interim elementary school students will not participate in this event unless they are with a parent or guardian. Students who are unable to march have been asked to join the group at the Capitol to show solidarity in gun violence against gun violence. The date was selected because two bills are, are going before the Minnesota State Legislature on the topic of standing your ground and constitutional carry. Wrong! <laughs> National school walkout is coming up uh, March 14th, this coming Wednesday. Calls for students to walk out of school for 17 minutes, one for every person who was killed. They should walk out for four minutes, one for every minute that the shooter was able to fire uninterrupted. Anyway, St. Paul Public Schools does not discipline students for uh, peaceful protests. However, once the walkout ends, students are expected to go back to school. <laughs> right. Anyway, here's... Uh, Here's the part that I think is uh, should make you upset. At J.J. Hill, we are planning to have some staff members supervise students in our garden area if they choose to walk out on the 14th. Other staff will remain in classrooms with students that choose not to participate. I recommend having a conversation with your child at home first. Uh, as an elementary school, there are a variety of developmental planes. This may be an appropriate action for our upper elementary school students to research and discuss. Oh, I betcha. I'll betcha that's, uh, that's going to be a fair and balanced look. Uh, in other words, they're spending taxpayers' dollars to support this, <clears throat> quote, student-organized rally, which, by the way, witnesses at the event said that the whole thing was being paraded around and, and directed around by adults. 
adults, maybe not St. Paul public school teachers, on the other hand, maybe teachers, but certainly adults, uh, not high school kids, people from uh, community organizations, let's just say, gun grabber groups. Uh, so there's nothing spontaneous about this, and it is all designed to counter the, imp- the fact that millennials are more pro-gun than their, their elders are. Uh, Mark in St. Louis Park, you're on the air. We've got about 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Mitch, thanks for taking my call. I'll try to be real quick. For years, liberals have argued that we can't hold teenagers responsible when it comes to the criminal code because the part of the reason part of the brain isn't developed until the early to mid-20s. So these same liberals want us to take these the same teenagers serious when it comes to the Second Amendment. I don't get it. Yes. Oh, I, I, I thought their brains weren't – they have no reason capability when it exactly. comes to the criminal code. Exactly. Oh, no, yeah, but ex- spectacularly excellent point. And, and a number of good, uh, excellent conservative commentators have – Pointed this out this past week. I mean, uh, uh, this past week, uh, the one Parkland kid who's been getting all the the airtime, uh, making a lot of logically incoherent points about uh, about about gun rights, and then being castigated by Charles C. W. Cook uh, was the one who wrote the first piece about it uh, in National Review, who, who went out on Twitter and, and took this kid to task for his, some of his logical and factual errors and, and received a firestorm of complaints saying, hey, he's just a kid. Leave the kid alone. He doesn't know everything yet. Well, then, kid, get off the national media. You want to play in the deep end of the pool, wear a life jacket. Anyway, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12, The Patriot. More education talk when we come back. Oh, yeah, it's just beginning. Go nowhere. Are you looking to change your cleaning service? Hi, this is Jessica Carter, and I'm the owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning offices, car dealerships, and small businesses. One of the main things that makes us different is the fact that we are small, family-owned, and that enables us to offer affordable pricing. The first thing that I will do is meet with you, do a walkthrough of your facility, go over in detail what exactly you'd like done, and I ensure that it gets done at every cleaning. We use a detailed checklist, and we pay close attention to detail, and you're going to see that after each cleaning. So here's a no-risk offer for you. Try us free for one week. We'll clean your business, and then we'll ask you if you can tell the difference between what we do and your current cleaning company. No obligation, risk-free. We're CTC professionals, and we would love to clean your business. So call me today at 651-404-0132. I was skeptical when I heard that your family bank could help me pay off my mortgage and get out of debt in under 10 years with my current income. Hi, my name is John. I'm a Patriot listener and a financial executive here in town. As such, I understand numbers. Using your family bank, my family will go from a $292,000 mortgage with 22 years remaining and $40,000 of additional debt to being totally out of debt, including the mortgage, in 9.8 years. We'll save $103,000. If you don't have a program which will get your family totally out of debt, including your mortgage, in less than 10 years just by redirecting your current cash flow, you need to talk with Daniel of Your Family Bank, who's right here in the Twin Cities. Thanks, John. This is Daniel Altberg of Your Family Bank. My friend, there's no risk nor obligation to find out for yourself. Go to daniel.yourfamilybank.org, click on the Request tab in the upper right-hand corner, and leave your contact information. daniel.yourfamilybank.org. 
That's daniel.yourfamilybank.org. There is no better steward of your money than you. Helping you create wealth and income is our number one goal. Online Trading Academy teaches you trading and investing skills so you can protect and grow your investments to retire on your terms and never outlive your retirement savings. We teach you one-on-one how to grow your investments, even in a market that's at an all-time high. If your retirement is in a 401k or 403b, you can still learn the tools to improve their performance. Many students maintain their full-time jobs but still love learning to be consistent while making a great second income from this market. We have been teaching successful trading techniques for 20 years. Once you get the education, you can trade on your own with confidence. Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone and register for a free trading and investing workshop or go to learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. AM 12. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.